We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Andy Lou, this might be my favorite day of the sports year. I, I don't know if it's my favorite day of the sports year, but it's like, I feel like we're back. NFL starts today. Nope. Newsflash for the listeners, we're recording this a little before kickoff, so we're not going to be talking Chiefs, Lions, not that you came here for that. But, you know, NFL is back. FIBA World Cup, we got the semifinals and the finals, and then sure. three weeks after that, NBA will be back, MLB playoffs will be starting soon after that. I'm not even a huge tennis guy, but I'm wrapped up into the U.S. Open right now. It just yep. feels like you cross Labor Day, NFL starts, and we're officially back in sports season, you know? Summer's kind of dry. The Bay Area baseball teams didn't give us a lot to enjoy, a lot of, like, camp concern trolling with the nfl but like ultimately all that stuff made me think was like dude we just need some real games so people can stop like overreacting to camp clips uh the juices are flowing now we are absolutely locked in i mean you you threw out the u.s open i'm watching the u.s open men's and women's there's this um american coco golf i've never heard Mm -hmm. of her but like She's, I guess, the next up-and-comer. I'm watching her. Um, Alcaraz is unbelievable. He's young, right? So, like, dude, I'm locked into tennis with you. Dude, I'm watching that. I'm waiting for Alcaraz and Djokovic. And, and yeah, we got the we got football. And we're going to talk some – we're going to talk some um, Steve Kerr and Team USA here. But uh, I don't know, man. We're, fi- we're finally through. We're finally through the dark days of summer where we don't have sports. Now we're back. I was watching the U.S. Open the other night, and it's, like, going till 11 – p.m. Uh, Pacific, which means it's going till 2 a.m. there. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, that might be number one on my bucket list of sporting events to go to. Like, I've never been to the U.S. Open. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm, I'm a lucky guy. I've seen a lot of <laughs> cool shit in person, sports-wise. Obviously, we've been to many NBA finals with the Warriors. I've uh, been to NFL playoff games. Never been to a Super Bowl, but I'm not really... I heard it's mm. I'd rather go to an NFC or AFC championship game with the home crowds. Personally, yep. Yep. I've been to the World Cup MLB playoff games. I know you've been uh, to World Series, stuff like that. So I was just thinking about it. Like what sporting event? like I'm not really into F1. That doesn't interest me. Um, I heard it's great. Yeah. I mean, if you're into it, it sounds like a great time. Yeah. And 
while it would be cool to see like a masters or something, I, I don't know if it's high on my, uh, uh, spectator list like it'd be cool to play a course like that maybe but you know yeah i'm not, not I'm really not my on, thing I'm not on golf, yeah but but the u.s open tennis just like nighttime under the lights new york city everyone's out there good energy seems like it would be my number one bucket list item to go the to. u.s open yeah it kind of takes me by surprise i'm with you i mean you also get to watch an all-time greats for sure i think when, sure. for tennis right because i think these other sports hit or miss even if it's an nfc championship game you don't know what you're going to get but do you see Djokovic or, or, or Federer or some of these guys that have played before mm-hmm. and now Alcaraz? Like it's it's an all time great. I got one for you. You actually What's you it? actually brought this up already, um, and and I, and I think I didn't think you would, but um, you've been to this. You talked about this. This is something that I want to go. I have to go to. It's the uh, World Cup soccer. I I ha- I've never been to a soccer game. I've never been to one in the U.S. Never been to one in Asia. Never definitely never been to one in Europe. Never even been to Europe. The World Cup is in. Sam, do you know where it is in 2024? It's coming you home. You have no idea. No, no, no. It's in. Uh, I just, I just looked it up an hour ago. It's in uh, Hamburg, which I don't know where that is. It's Germany. So I, I just, I feel like at least, at least that's what I'm reading. I could, am I wrong? The 2026 wrong. FIFA World Cup. Oh, I'm looking at is something it? else. <laughs> okay, I don't know what I'm looking at. It's in the know, United States. It's coming to. It's coming to. Uh, I think Levi's. It'll. I don't be, know what uh, I'm looking at then. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I thought you're because you're teeing it up perfectly because 2026, which is the next men's World Cup. Sure. Yeah, it's it's North America. So it's partially in Mexico, partially in Canada and mostly in the U.S. I'll pull up the map right now. I might and, be ta- I might be talking about like an Olympics thing. That that might be so. That's my fault. I might have been looking at like an Olympic <laughs> Olympics thing in uh, in Germany. But if it's in the U.S., even better. I did not even know that. I yeah. You have you have no excuse. I I'm assuming I have to double check. I'm assuming it's Levi's for uh for uh, the World Cup. I might be out then. I might be out because you know here's the thing. As you're pulling this up, here's the thing. My big thing about about wanting to see. These you want to see it in, in, a, yeah. in not your backyard. You want to see it yeah. in a. Uh, in it a looks venue. crazy. The crowds look insane. I, even you look at like a, a baseball game in Japan or Korea. Are you seeing these crowds? They're unbelievable. I went to Taiwan to watch a basketball game. It was insane. That's a sneaky. That's a sneaky bucket list item, by the way. Like watching yeah. baseball in Japan. It's just a different culture. It looks quite frankly yeah. like a more fun atmosphere <laughs> than right. or just different. I mean, it, you know, than an American one, right? So. I'm, um, I'm yeah. out. On, I'm out on World Cup in the U.S. now. Now that you ruined it for me, Sam. 2026, you ruined it for me. I'm out. <laughs> well, you could go down to Guadalajara, get the authentic feel, or Mexico City, mm-hmm. um, or Monterey. Like I, I guarantee you, the games that are played uh, in Mexico City will be worth worth your while for a trip. And I am correct; it is Levi's. I, I mean, I don't know which other venue they would really be able to pull it off in the Bay Area, but Levi's is getting one. I will say, when I was um, Nine years old, I went to the World Cup in mm-hmm. in 1994, and they played at Stanford Stadium, and that was kind of um, the first experience I ever had with professional soccer. It was it, it kind of you know it, it got me. I was nine. I was taken by it, but it felt super authentic at that age because it was Brazil mm-hmm. versus I want to say. I'm gonna have to look it up because it's gonna bother me. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a um, super. Team. Well, it was a group stage match. Just being yeah. honest, so it yeah. wasn't like. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Cameroon. There we go. That's who they were playing when I went to that game. Brazil won. I want to say three nothing or something yeah. along. Yeah, three nothing. Good memory. Anyway, <laughs> Jeez. I remember going to it, and everything outside Stanford Stadium is Brazilian yeah. fans playing drums, playing music, and then uh, Cameroonian fans doing the same thing. And it, it just felt like you were, you know, transported there. People travel from around the world to yep. see their favorite yep. team. So even if, you know, going down to uh, Santa Clara doesn't feel like a World Cup atmosphere, I guarantee you what whoever's playing there, it's going to be mostly that country's fans. They'll be traveling from all over the world. They'll have an atmosphere. So I don't know. I ask you, I ask you to think about it. I've been to, I've been to a couple world cups. So that that's so the 2024, which is what I, I guess that was what I was looking at. It's the summer Olympics that that's in France. So like that to me is like, okay, I want to do that, you know, versus, versus Levi's where I've you never, and I I've take a cow train down there. I've never yeah. been to an Olympics. It does sound fun to go it, to the is Olympics. It a different atmosphere? Is it a different, I mean, you get the whole world there. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. I've, I feel like it depends what events you go to, if you get into it. I don't know. What, it, what is Olympic track and field like in person? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. This but, Noel Isles guy who we just learned about. I mean, he's fast. <laughs> well, like, that's my like, guy. Be cool. I like yeah. him. I like him. Cool. I like him talking trash to the NBA a little bit. <laughs> I'm team Noel Isles here. I'm out on everyone being like, obviously, we would beat everyone. Well, you didn't do it, you know? So <laughs> while I agree, you would be favored and – Whoever wins the NBA championship should never lose to whoever wins sure. EuroLeague. You still have to play the game. Enough of this, like, it. Re- you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Carl Anthony Towns saying, I'm the greatest jump-shooting big of all time. Okay? You're just, like, giving yourself an award based off the fact you're, you know, but you didn't actually prove it in any sort of competition. You know what I'm saying? Like enough of this, like just because you're better on paper doesn't mean you get to give yourself a metaphoric title. And we can, we can segue that right into the, the team USA. <laughs> They've got a couple <laughs> of big games playing. I, I think Noel Lowes is a little love of the fame there. I didn't, I did not enjoy totally. the speech as much. I, um, what's with that? The hand waving and stuff like that. But Hey, I mean, look, man, he's the best in the world, right? So, I mean, there's not much you can say. Team USA certainly doesn't look like the best in the world right now, but they've got a shot to prove it. Um, and, and with two more wins. Yeah, they play Friday morning, 5.30 a.m. We'll be locked in, going back and forth in the group chat. I know you'll be awake. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be, whatever. Anyway. Um, this I then, will be. I was awake last for the last game, and then they went up. You were. Like, you were. Like, you caught, back, you caught me off guard a little <laughs> bit there. And, and then we got uh, potentially the finals on Sunday. Nice little precursor to Sunday football. I can't get so too good. mad about that, right? So good. So, so especially especially if it's if especially if it's SGA, they get to play Canada, Dylan Brooks. So it, it's it's almost like an NBA game at, at that point. It's, you you've got Jalen Brunson and Anthony. I mean Anthony Edwards versus SGA one on one is I what I assume it's going to go down to uh, in the fourth quarter. That's I mean that's mm-hmm. must see TV, man. Those are the two best. I mean those are the two next American faces of the NBA, right? I mean so that's God, I need it. I need it. Two best, two best perimeter scores under twenty five. I'm yep. apologies from forgetting something. I guess Luca is technically still under twenty five. Ameri- American, technically, technically a perimeter score, but yeah, it will be a, it'll be fun. And actually, I didn't really think about it, but I kind of do hope we get the USA versus Canada. Uh, it'd be it'd be a, it'd be a fun matchup because you know, you know, someone like. Shea wants to prove he's the best player. He might be the best player on the court between both teams. Definitely been the best player of the tournament overall. 
So it'd be fun. But the USA has to get through Germany, Germany first. Germany, right? And Germany kind of gave them a tough one in qualifiers. Just yep. a classic European team. Ugly up the game. We're going to test their size a little bit. So it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a fun one. And, you know, as much as we want Canada, it's not like Serbia is a slouch. They're always a good team. Even though Jokic isn't playing, I would not be shocked if they won that game either. So yep. some good games tomorrow. We'll see how it plays out. How much are we going to slander Steve Kerr if he does not win a gold medal? <laughs> it's not going to be pretty for Steve Kerr. Now, I, I mean, Team USA, they... They, 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 I mean, a few years back, they had like finished seventh or something, too, right? So, like, I think they're not foreign at this point to losing just, some of these big games. Just like, but. uh, yeah, Pop was the coach then, you know, yeah. can't win anything without Tim Duncan. Steve can't win anything without Steph, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the Tyrese Halliburton stuff. I really, really, really don't. But I'll, I watch this team, and honestly, they should still win. They should still win each game by 10 points. It's just, yeah. there's so much more talent. It's they not just close. They're just not talented enough to yeah. no show a half. Right. That's really all it comes down to. It's like if they focus, they'll overwhelm anyone. Really, yeah, that's really it. Yeah, but if you decide to no show a half and let Lithuania get hot on you, like yeah, you you could get screwed over. So and then Lithuania gets their ass beat. I mean, a lot of this is matchups, but they got their ass whooped. Sure. Uh, but I mean, do, do, after so, I mean, don't you agree with me? If if Jaron and um, Ants and and those guys come out just a little more focused and don't go down twenty. They probably don't lose that game. No. It's probably a tight one because Lithuania can really shoot the ball, but they should beat them. They beat them in the second half, basically. So yeah, they did. They whooped them, and you give these guys confidence. Same thing. I mean, same thing for Germany tomorrow. Dennis Schroeder, you know, he it's like it's like France. To, you know, like yeah. these guys. Yeah, I mean, the first time they played, it was a tough game, like you said. It, it went you down see- there till they till they blew till they kind of pushed the lead up to ten. But I don't know. You see, so better. you see Schroeder's uh, um, shooting splits on the, the quarterfinal game? That's honestly impressive. Honestly, 4 for elite, 26. Elite tour date, 426. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, I, I've, I haven't even – Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson, they had some bad shooting games last season. They didn't even go 4 for 26. That's actually impressive for you to shoot 26 times. 26 yeah. times. You're sitting at 2 for 18. You're like – Next one. Next one's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Respect that. Reminds me, Clay went three for 19 in the game. They lost game six to the Lakers. Uh, still not you, as bad. Why do you? Why bring hey, it? everyone's got a bad shooting night. <laughs> the difference is Clay. I, I don't want to say excuse it, but he's he's a shooter. I don't, I don't really recall Dennis Schroeder ever being a shooter. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Factor. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for a wholesome, convenient meal for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Again, choose from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals ready to eat in two minutes. I do this every week. I don't have time to spend 30 minutes making lunch, Sam. So I just drop this in. It's fresh. It's easy. It's quick. You can also, on top of that, round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon, and breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, 
try refreshing beverage options like cold press juices, shakes, and smoothies. That's what I do after every meal. Head to factormeals.com slash lightyears50 and use code lightyears50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code lightyears50 at factormeals.com slash lightyears50 to get 50% off. We missed this, but came out kind of right before Labor Day weekend. ESPN put out their voted polls for who's going to win the Eastern and Western Conference. I'm going to start with the Western Conference here. In fact, that's all we're really going to talk about. It follows how they think the standings will go, which is exactly how it should go. And so 76% of the voters said Denver is going to win the conference. Then 12% said uh, Phoenix. Third, Warriors with 8%. Fourth, Lakers with 4%. And then Clippers, Wolves, Kings. Feels like they each got like one vote type of thing. So... You know, it should follow what they project their standings to be. It'd be really weird if you project someone to finish eighth, but you think they're going to win the conference. I guess when you look at this, does anything surprise you here? The Lakers seem pretty low um, over there in fourth, around the same thing as the Warriors. I guess that's a little surprising. And then the Clippers, I guess people are just out on them now, huh? That's pretty funny. Um, so that's a little surprising. Looking into it, it's mostly LeBron's 39. He was injured last year. Right. It's right. probably not going to get better this year. They should be a good team, but I kind of agree. To win a title, they need LeBron to be LeBron, and they need Anthony Davis to shoot the ball like he's in the bubble. And I think we can all agree the reason the bubble was fake is because guys like Anthony Davis do not shoot the ball like that outside of the bubble. ever. So while I think they're going to be a dangerous team and honestly, they acquire the right shooter. They might be good enough to win it all. Anyway, they do feel I can understand why you would be lower on them because winning a title, it's two and a half months in the playoffs. You know, yeah, yeah. you got to be able to hit some. I say this after they beat the Warriors. I think they're going to be good. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a better record than the Warriors. They have a pretty nice deep roster, I guess you could say, but which one of LeBron and AD is going to be a guy who can consistently hit jumpers when a team packs a paint? Christian Wood. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that signing, by the way? I did. My Christian Wood prediction is we're going to see hilarious talk about how this Laker team is the deepest team of all time, and Christian Wood's going to be cut before the playoffs start. Nothing. Did you see Christian Wood's statement? I'm going to pull that up real quick. Oh, no, no, that one I did not. No, that one I did not. He, you know what? I'm going to let you see it in real time because I. it's. Oh, no. I, it's, look, I, I, while you pull that up, a lot of people texting me like, hey, like Christian Wood went for this much. That's it. Vet men. Two year, two year contract. Uh, second year a losers. Just a loser's loser. He texted this to Mark Spears or Mark Spears posted oh, wow. this text. Uh -oh. Who oh. knows if he texted his agent. I've always wanted to be a Laker. I know we can win a championship. Communication with a coach is a big key. Coach Ham and I go back to our Milwaukee days, and we've had great conversations every day about this opportunity. He believes in me and told me I'll be playing a big role and knows what I can do. I'm looking forward to this and for show motivated after what Dallas did. What did Dallas do? What did Dallas do? They asked him to like rotate on defense. <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm, I'm stealing that from friend of the show, Kirk Henderson. He's like, he, he, he texted that. He's just like, what do they do? Ask you to not foul on defense? Oh that sort of thing. God. I didn't think Christian Wood was going to work in the sense of he's not a playoff player, you know? But reading this quote, it does this not just scream, I didn't get anything that happened to me last year. I'm the victim. No. He's going to be out of the rotation is yeah. my prediction. LeBron, yeah. LeBron and AD are going to talk him up because that's what you know guys do they're like we're gonna we're gonna make it work and by february you're gonna be traded for nothing this is the typical life span of a player that is gonna be playing in hamburg germany now, now that's stuck in my head he's gonna be playing in hamburg germany in a, in a couple of years dude is immensely talented right he can shoot the ball he can handle a little bit especially for a big guy he's super long and big but I mean, isn't mindset just the biggest thing? And I'm sure, I'm sure Christian Woods' agent texted the Warriors and said, "Hey, look, how about my guy?" Right? I'm sure that happened because you go to the Warriors, you get a role, you get paid after, right? Like it could work out theoretically if you're if you're Christian Wood. And I'm sure that Steve Kerr saw that text and said, "Fuck off," right? And Steve Kerr would be right because you don't need that type of player. He the the last two sentences of the text is hilarious, right? Obviously, you talked about the last one. With what Dallas. they did to me. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Kerr. It's funny. Steve Kerr. Um, they definitely contacted the Warriors. Dunleavy took it to Steve. Yes. Steve did this. Not in my locker room. Wow, that is quick. That's impressive. <laughs> not in, not in my. And, and you know what? He's 100% correct. I want nothing to do with Christian Wood. At least. Even though you're right. Space. Like stretch big with length and athleticism. In theory, that's. It is. That's perfect, right? but he just wants the balls. He thinks he's a man, you know? What happens when he has to play 12 minutes in a game, right, for the Lakers? What happens if he gets benched? What happens if he – what happens if LeBron yells at him because he shouldn't shoot the ball, right? Like, what, what happens then? And, you know, or what just, happens when he does only play 12 minutes a game because he can't defend and they're like, we're just going to use you like a most Spates type, which is sure. kind of what he is. Sure. Does he start sulking again? They're playing – um Rui Hachimura over me. They're playing. Do they have Bismack Beyond or Jackson Hayes? I don't know. Jackson they're Hayes. playing like they're playing these guys over me. I'm better than them. And it's like, dude, need you to defend and hit an open shot. I don't need you, you know, going up into your post game. We got AD and LeBron to do that, right? So yeah. Yeah. hilarious signing. I think the Lakers would be really good, but it, yes. he's He's going to be a uh, – I think he'll be a, a nice source of, of comedy for, for you and me this season. <laughs> and then they'll get rid of him and be serious, and I'll be like, ah, oh, got to deal with that again. Yep, yep, yep. That's a great point. The real surprise, though, Sam, here is um, I think the Phoenix Suns are this year's Clippers, man. I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it. Would you, would you buy them if they traded Aiton for – I was thinking about this. Would you buy him if they traded Aiton for goons who are more winning players in that role? I'm trying to think of a name, and the, the fact I can't come up with a name is probably the problem. But I, I'm not – I think Booker, Katie, and Beal will put up a lot of points. But that team needs Draymond, Bam Adebayo, uh, one of those type of guys playing the role that Aiton's going to play. And they're going to lie to themselves and say they can make Aiton do that. But we've seen him. He's a guy who wants touches. He doesn't, he's not that type of player. I just wonder what if they make a decision midseason to flip Aiton 
I guess I have to come up with a name to uh, make this hypothetical that, like, worth your while. But I, I think that. But I also think, do we know that Beal, Booker, and KD are going to be this great, effective scoring trio, or are they just going to be effective at scoring and not winning? Because Bradley Beal is going to play the point. Devin Booker is going to start the offense. KD is going to handle the ball more. I don't see any of those guys as great playmakers. They're all great scorers, at least for KD and Booker, great scorers. Let me, um, but I don't, let me ask you this: Do you, was was the Nets issue that KD and Kyrie weren't able to well, be effective offensively, or was it every other aspect of the game? Well, I think their thing might have been off the court stuff, right? <laughs> For, forget the the dalliances of of missing time and PTO that Kyrie how, would take. So, how, why did they lose to Boston? That 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 Nets team, right? They, they lost to Boston. Like from your perspective, why why did they lose to Boston? It's a close series. Close. That's game. fair. Those were all low scoring games. Yeah, they just kind of went hero ball at the end of those games. They couldn't generate. Good enough That's offense. What I think. Yeah. So yeah. I think. So it's like I don't. How good now? Book is probably better than Kyrie at this point. So you know maybe and maybe they're gonna win a bunch of regular season games. But I don't know. I kind of I kind of got to see it. They definitely are gonna run through a lot of teams in the regular season. We know what regular season ball looks like. They're <laughs> gonna have one of those months where everyone's shooting fifty percent from three, and they're gonna feel inevitable. Like I think all that's gonna happen. My, my thought is if they turn Aiton into the right type of defense winning piece, they could be dangerous. They never, you know, the Nets never had that. I think Book is more of a winner than Kyrie is also. Like, he just is in some ways. And I, I do think it's a little high. It's a lot of talent, but it does feel like guys who aren't defense first on their lens. I think that the other thing I notice here is, uh, do you think anyone outside of Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, or the Lakers has a realistic shot? No, because that's how basketball works. No. I Yeah, I mean, I like what Minnesota and the Kings are building, but I don't see them. And I'd throw OKC into there, too. It feels a year early that any of those teams will break through. I think I'm with you. I think, I think, I think maybe in a year's time, OKC might make the Warriors and like I was gonna really say old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe give them like two years. Maybe they yeah. I mean they still need another star. Maybe that's Jalen. Maybe that's Giddy, but yeah, I mean that's it. Yeah. Memphis, I, Memphis. Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. Every year yeah, we do I'm, the same thing. I'm, I'm selling my Memphis stock. Uh well I wasn't holding on to any this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by NBA 2K Mobile. Sam, we got a new sponsor. This is my favorite one. Look, I'm a big play games guy. And NBA 2K Mobile just came out with a game that you can play right on your phone, dude. This is as convenient as it gets. You remember those unforgettable to go NBA moments? Get ready to create your own epic plays with NBA 2K Mobile. It is the must-play mobile game for basketball lovers who want to conquer the court online. You can download the NBA 2K Mobile free and start customizing your My Player and Dream Team today. There's always something new to explore. 
embrace the summer vibes with intense matches on the beach cruise court, dive in attorney mode, events, and regular updates for nonstop action. You can also unlock and collect tons of player cards to enhance your team's performance. I just unlocked a Jason Tatum card. I don't know what that means about me, that it, that was the card that I unlocked, but that's my guy. Future warrior, Jason Tatum. <laughs> that is my guy. You can step your game up on the court. You can showcase your skills, climb the leaderboard, become a basketball legend. You can play with the virtual joystick or relax with auto mode. Again, best of all, it's free to play on mobile. So download the NBA 2K mobile free on the App Store, Google Play. Use my promo code Tatum2KMOBILE to redeem an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl tier card. That's code T-A-T-U-M-2-K-M-O-B-I-L-E. NBA 2K Mobile. This week's Light Years Podcast brought to you by Game Time. Last month, Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was... Game time, because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy. All the above, the game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use light years, L-Y-G-H-T-Y-E-R-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, that brings us to our big Warriors question for the season. We're doing 12 questions, one question every episode until camp opens. This is our third one. All right, we're, we're looking at these West projections. Who's their, big, who's their biggest challenger in the West? One team. Who are you picking? The team right next to them, the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that's the team. I think that's the biggest challenger. I think people are going to say that disrespecting the Denver Nuggets, they should probably be the answer. But I mean, you pointed it out, man. That's a deep team. Um, they've got got Austin Reeves looks like he's making a leap, even though he had a bad game there uh, in, in FIBA. But it looks like he's going to be the third star for that team. They've got defensive players. They've added Torian Prince, good role player. They've, they have D'Lo there for regular season minutes. They're going to bench him when the games actually matter. Gabe Vincent's a dog. Like They just got guys. All over the place on that roster that fit perfectly with LeBron and AD. It's like um, it's like when the Warriors decided, okay, you know what? Maybe we don't want Kelly Oubre. Maybe let's just get Otto Porter, who's more of a Warriors player. It's like the Lakers just figured that out. It's like let's let's just get guys like Gabe Vincent and Torian Prince, who are just good role players that LeBron has played well with his whole career, and and let's just run with these guys. Jared Vanderbilt's good. Rui Hachimura's good. Um. So I don't know, man. I think it's the Lakers. You probably have a different answer. I do. If it's the Lakers, the Warriors effed up again this season is my perspective. <laughs> yeah, the more I play back last season, the more I really think they gave away that series offensively by just turning the ball over nonstop. I think they could defend the Lakers fine. That Lakers team was not scoring the ball particularly well, and I think they still have the same issue. 
which is they can't shoot. They don't have any, they have no one who could shoot the ball. Now they can really defend. They're going to make a game ugly, but I, I just, what Denver did to them was basically, we're not going to turn the ball over and we're going to shoot. Like you just can't hang with us. We're going to, we're going to shoot 40% from three and you're not, you know, that sort of thing. And so I feel like if the Warriors just play closer to their brand of basketball, yeah, AD is going to cause a lot of issues. Yes, LeBron is still an all-time great, even if he's diminished. But really fixing turnovers enough should be the Warriors to beat that team. Um, I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets. I'm going to read some numbers to you. Uh-oh. Nikola Jokic will be 29 years old in the playoffs. Aaron Gordon will be 28 years old in the playoffs. Jamal Murray will be 27 years old. Michael Porter Jr. will be 25 years old. Kentavious Caldwell Pope will be the old man at 31. It's my guy. They won the title last year. Every one of those players is, you could argue they're still not to their absolute prime. I think they will be better. And while I do think Jokic having to guard high pick and roll does give the Warriors one specific advantage. That's just a really talented team. They keep getting better. I think everything runs through them. It just does. Uh, I'm going to give them the championship tip of the cap. You know, I'm going to say they're the toughest matchup, even though I do agree with you, like Anthony Davis and the Laker construct does do stuff to frustrate the Warriors. I'm going to have to side with Denver. They want it all. I'm going to yeah. give that. That's yeah, I think that's 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 a fair, fair call. I think those are the two teams that uh, if you're a Warriors fan, you're the most worried about. Like, I'm not I'm not that moved by the Suns. We talked about them, the Clippers, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Denver, dude, I, the argument is probably stronger with Denver. I, the only thing I would push back on is um, that Michael Porter stuff, I think. A lot, I think, for them hinges on, okay, are they going to win two, three titles? Because I think they easily can if Michael Porter makes a leap. But I also think that there's a shot that maybe they just kind of go haywire a little bit, a little bit of disease and more with with Michael Porter there because they he wasn't great. Ooh. He wasn't great. And he was I know the Lakers, but right, yeah, he was frustrated because he was, you know, you know, there were better guys. Bruce Brown's gone. Is Christian Brown maybe a better role player fit than, than Michael Porter in, in specific uh, series? So, he was really bad versus he was really bad versus Miami, but he was he was huge. Versus, it, I didn't think about that, but you bring up a good point. Is he going to be comfortable being a matchup piece matchup piece um, where, you know, all right, the Lakers can't guard you and you're going to go nuclear taking advantage of them overplaying Jokic and then we're playing Miami and Miami's, you know, muddying it up and yeah. we need more of a, we need more Bruce Brown in this, in this game. It's, well, it's a fascinating one. I know it, it, that one is crazy. He's, and he's got a lot of injuries. He's like, not as That's the other athletic part. he was right. <laughs> we know Aaron Gordon's like, he's, he's the Andrew Wiggins of that team. Like we know he's going to be the two way guy. He scores just enough. He's going to be on the court, right? Jamal Murray. He's com- right? He likes his role. He doesn't, he's not, he don't want anymore. He's, so he's good. very comfortable. Yeah. He's so good too. Um, just like Wiggins when he when he shows up, yeah, man, Michael Porter. I think that's that's the one. That's the one. But I mean, you're right, man. They've got the best player in the world. They've got Jokic. I don't know what you're supposed to do with Jokic. As great as Draymond and Looney are, like Jokic, dude, Jokic owned Anthony Davis for four straight. Owned him, and Anthony Davis is the best defensive 
big right now in the NBA in the world. And yeah. uh, Jokic just fucking torched his ass. Yeah. And, and Jamal Murray, too. They couldn't guard Murray either. Oh. And it was just – I actually think they did a decent job guarding Jokic. They made life difficult, but they hit shots. They have guys who hit shots everywhere, and the Lakers don't. No. It's that simple, right? Well, so, unless the Lakers play the Warriors, then all of a sudden you've got uh, – what's that dude's name that hit a bunch of shots in game four? I forget. I, I, honestly, Lonnie, for, uh, Lonnie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Lonnie yeah. Friggin Walker, you know, maybe it's a LeBron Steph thing. Le- LeBron just has bullshit guys make shots all the time. Maybe people, yeah, people are gonna take this, but and I and I'm not I'm not saying the Lakers can't beat the Warriors again. I, I just when I look at it holistically, I still think everything runs through Denver, and that's kind of how it should be, you know. Uh, so I'll leave it there. Something else happened in the Bay yesterday. Yes, sir. I don't know if you heard about it. Giants back to 500. <laughs> Just forever, perennially 500, right? <sighs> Sorry for the scare. Go <laughs> win some games. <laughs> Nick Bosa has re-signed with the 49ers, and <laughs> we were talking about it, but just so Clay Thompson in yeah. the way he like the monotone, the deadpan funny i don't even think he realizes he's funny but it's it's the same type of thing and it kills me yeah total goofball like clay <laughs> only thinks of what just a couple of things he thinks of rocco he thinks of uh sure you know a boat and he thinks of shooting shooting the hoop right Shoot, mm-hmm. sh- shooting hoops bosa probably does the same thing i mean what does he think about all day probably just protein shakes and and, and pre-workout and rush through rushing the quarterback like that's it i mean i'm i'm sure that's all bosa thinks about um thank god the niners got it done thank the heavens Sam, now, now I'm like, so you, you know me through the stages of being a Niners fan. I'm locked in now. I'm so optimistic. So Kittle's back. The vibes, kid. vibes are back. Vibes are back. Yeah, I pick Kittle in fantasy naturally. Right after I do that, it's like Kittle missing practice. I'm like, oh, of course he is. And then of course he's back the next day. I'm like, never in doubt. I knew it. I, I have a good feeling about him this season. He's a great player. I do. I mean, he is. It's but good player versus fantasy player, not the same thing. So uh, you don't get points for blocking. That's for sure. You don't get fantasy points for blocking. No, you do not. I sh- I tried to propose that. I was like, hey, he should get some of the credit for all those McCaffrey yards. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, that's not how fantasy works. <laughs> Stop. Do you uh do what do you think of the Bosa stuff? Like it, it felt like that contract could have been done a week or two ago. Did the Niners win anything by waiting a week or two? I, I don't know. It's all water on the bridge now, I guess. I'm sure Bosa is going to show up healthy and ready to go, but still. It, it did seem that the number came out at within like 2% at exactly the number it was going to come out. You know, he got when when Joey Bosa signed his deal. The cap was 18% lower. Nick Bosa basically got, I don't know, like 15 to 18% more than Nick Bosa did, which makes sense. Cap's that much higher, blah, blah, blah. It's like very uninteresting. I did, there was one thing that did catch my eye. Like they did some cap maneuvering with Kittle and Trent Williams. And I wonder if that's where the real holdup was. Like, not about the money they're committing to Bosa, but like, how do we move the chessboard, move money around to make sure we don't have to, you know, signing him costs us George Kittle next year, that sort of sure. thing. It felt like, sure. it felt like that sort of thing was going on, and I don't know that to be true, but 
I will say it, it does make me optimistic about the organization in the sense of yeah. good teams are able to get their players to renegotiate and work with them to make sure everything works. Like you could tell Trent and, and Kittle and those guys, like they, li- they wanted Bosa. They like him. They want the team to work. They trust that they're not going to get screwed over. Um, and so they, they did their side of it. You know, who never does that stuff? Like the Raiders, like that teams, teams where it's always like contentious between management and the players. And I, and I don't mean to pick on any one team, but it's like, you see it in all sports organizations that have good reputations, get the benefit of the doubt from players in the way that teams with bad organizations don't, it's yeah. kind of that simple. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I know about the restructuring. That's that's curious why they would open it up has, cap for this season or, or... yeah, it's and it's like the, the NFL cap stuff is by far the most complicated because it's not guaranteed like the NBA fully, and there's a difference between your salary and your cap hit and bonuses and the, and it's just like it's all just it's all just a game of like spreadsheet BSing, honestly, right? So from our perspective, I don't know how much it matters. Like I like that sort of stuff. But yeah. Yeah, it's... yeah. Shout out to Prague. Then I guess the Niners get it done. They had to pay him. They couldn't, they couldn't even think about trading them. It couldn't be a Buckner situation. Right. So um, now they are locked and loaded. I mean, they're not, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready too. We'll be back. We'll be back after Sunday's games. We'll be back. We're getting closer and closer to season starting. FIBA will be over basically two weeks. And then, you know, Warriors camp's gonna open. We can we can we can create a bet on who will dream on punch. My money, my money's on Dario Sarge. I was gonna say it would not be Dario Sarge. It will Sarge not. will punch him back. Though. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. And exactly. And that, that's what they need. Yeah, you're right. That is actually. exactly what they need. You're right. You're right. They need a little. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Chris Paul. <laughs> it's gonna be Chris Paul. It's gonna be Chris Paul. <laughs> that's exactly what it's gonna be. There's a, There's a lot five. of guys. There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys. All right, we'll get out of here. Appreciate everyone.